Blog Talk Radio. Mason, and I don't know what happened to my guest. She, like me, cares for her husband who is disabled, so maybe something happened with him. But we are going to just soldier on because that's what we do here at Off the Chain. It's been an interesting week. I'm going to tell you, being a caregiver for someone who is disabled, you, you just you have to take it one day at a time. You can't even take it two days at a time. You just got to go with the flow. And I don't know how many of y'all have been following me on Facebook. I know that a lot of you do. But this week has been absolutely amazing. Even with me not having a show until last night, our numbers here are at 103,552 listeners. Now let's just wrap our head around that for just a minute because that's just the show. That doesn't include all the podcasts, which puts us right at, 130,000 plus Why would you not want to be on this show? I, I, I don't understand it Why would you not want to be a part of something Where we're heard In Over 100, 100 countries 
Um, that 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 would be my question. Why would you not want to be a part of something wonderful? Think about that. Something that is absolutely amazing. If you're too shy to um, be on the show as a guest, you can always send me an ad. I run it for a month, no matter how many shows I have. And if I have to reschedule a show, I'll just run it a little bit longer. $10 a month. You can do it as an MP3 file. You can do it as a um, written ad, and I'll either record it or read it. And you'll get out there. If you want to be on the show, send me your information. Send all of this to Off the Chain Radio at yahoo.com because this show, ladies and gentlemen, is growing like crazy. We are on iHeartRadio now on not one podcast but two. We're on seven chats with Yvonne Mason and Off the Chain. This is an opportunity for you to be heard. I have a friend of mine who is calling in. Uh, for those of y'all who know him, Christopher Plain. And I had him scheduled for the show last week, I think, and then um, my husband got sick and and I had to cancel. So he's calling in tonight, and we're going to talk about something that happened to him today, which I don't know what's going on. I know he didn't have anything to do with it because I know my friend Chris, and I just want to put it out there for all of you all because this man is one of the most honorable men I've ever had the pleasure of knowing. And his desire is to help others succeed. And and somebody really, really messed with him. And it upset him to the point that he was in tears because he felt like that his credibility and his reputation was ruined because of it. And you know what? All he needs to do is just put himself back out there and pick up some of these indie guys that, that don't have anybody, and I can I can lead him in that direction. So as soon as he calls in, we'll be, we'll be talking to him. He is an amazing, amazing young man, and he knows the music industry better than anybody that I know. I mean, everything from pop to rock to hip-hop to heavy metal to country to old-style rock and roll. Hell, he probably even knows some jazz or blues. So as soon as he calls in, we will we will talk to Chris and, and find out what happened today and get, get him back on track because he needs us really, really bad. And we need him. We need people like him that are willing to put themselves out there and, and help bands succeed and help artists succeed because this is a cutthroat business, ladies and gentlemen. And there's a can be a lot of jealousy out there and a lot of people that because they haven't succeeded they don't want us to succeed and Chris has just called in and so hello my friend how are you I am I'm surviving you know you know me I'm a tough old goat I just um, well I'm going to tell you I was just just telling our audience that this had (laughs) happened to you and you know what I have a feeling it's somebody that's extremely jealous of your success and your um, rapport with the music industry. And 
I just want to throw it out here in our little netherworld because you know we're heard in over 100 countries and we're on iHeartRadio now and and people hear us all over the world and I I want the people that contacted you and said you know you've blown your reputation I want them to feel bad because there are so many other indie artists out there that want somebody like you that want to be heard Garrett Walker a prime example he is a young country uh, country artist he is still trying to get out there people like him need somebody like you to be heard yeah I mean the thing with this is this Yvonne and um you know I don't I'm not mad and and I don't I don't fault anybody for what happened um however it happened and and I still don't have an explanation I don't know if my email was hacked the best that we can figure is somebody must have gotten into my email, um, you know, which is not completely unheard of. At that point, once they're in my email, they have access to all of the uh, the Holex links where this comes uh-huh. from, um, simply by clicking on the email, you know. Um, and through whatever means it happened, um, I, I totally understand that as a as a promoter, as a record label, you have to protect your artists. You have to protect your uh, proprietary material. Um, so I'm not mad. I don't want anybody to think I'm mad or I'm, you know, I, I'm pissed at somebody for doing this. I don't. I totally get it. I understand that. It just sucks that somebody could do this to a person's reputation. That has worked really hard to build. A reputation. I work. You know, I don't get paid for this. I, I do this simply because I love music. Music has always been my driving force, and I do this because I love these artists. I believe in these artists. I love these bands. And when you hear me talk about somebody like Evan Bartels, when you hear me talk about somebody like the Teskey Brothers, like Matt D and the Profane Saints, I don't do this for anything other than I think these guys are amazing songwriters. And I want people to hear their music. Um, and these aren't, you know, these aren't artists that are being pushed by big labels. They're not being promoted by big PR companies. These are struggling people. Matt, for example, one of the greatest songwriters I've ever heard in my life. This guy is, you know, you've heard me talk about him before. The guy is Hemingway with with a guitar. And right. He he works as a sign maker during the day. <laughs> you know. <laughs> He he doesn't have some big glamorous music career. The guy works up a fifty hour week in, in in South Dakota making signs for companies, you know, and then plays music at night. You know, when you when you look at the Teskey Brothers, you know they've they've put in countless years of dedication to finally be getting success in. And whatnot, and, and it's paying and it off for them. And it took people like us. It took people like you and I to get them out there in our world, as well as as their world, in order for them to be heard. Well, right, and I, I'm not giving up. I don't want to. Please don't. Anybody think I'm going to go away or um, I'm you not running not. from this? I'm not. 
Dig do your I? heels in. I said you best not dig no. your heels in, and you come back stronger no. and better. And in those emails that blew up your phone, they'll be coming back to you saying, "Oh, we're so sorry. Will you give us another chance? We screwed up." You know what? I mean, here's the thing. It's um, again, it, it is what it is. It's happened. I can't do anything about it other than to work harder and try to ensure that it doesn't happen again in the future. Um, the of course, start you're not of that is the fact, Chris, because the internet I, being I, as I, it is, I, I mean, I, hell, if the Russians can hack into the emails I, and hack try I to know. hack into uh, the election. <laughs> I know, I know, and I mean, I, I have an IT guy that is going through my computer forensically right now to ensure that it wasn't hacked. Um, again, the best that we can figure is that it just someone got into my email. I think. Um, I didn't have a super strong password as much as I thought I did, and um, I've rectified that. I've changed my passwords. I've uh, basically set up a uh, a security on my uh, Google account now. Now, if for me to open my Google account, I literally have to get a uh, a code set from Google to my phone and put that code in to open my Google. Um, so nobody will be able to get into my Google without actually physically having my phone in their hand. Um, so, you know, I guess that's a, a start. <laughs> but um, I don't know. Stuff happens, and you can just go forward from it, and um, I'm not giving up. I, I mean, I've worked my ass off. Excuse my language, you know, but I've worked my ass off for eight years. Yes, you have. Um, you worked a lot. Well, you know what happens in in the book industry. Every one of the books that I have written are off on pirate, mm-hmm. free pirate sites all over the internet. And, and that's the thing. I mean, this is a. Yeah, I was essentially told the the reason this is a big deal is this was a release that uh, isn't out yet. Uh, if it was one that was close to being out or was already out or something, it wouldn't have been such a huge deal, but this was one that's still pretty far out. It it, did, it doesn't get released until April 20th, which is my birthday, ironically, and of, of all the days that it could be released, it, you know. Um, the, the other thing that's, I guess, ironic to me or is kind of sticking in my gall and uh, <laughs> pissing me off is it's not even a band that I was familiar with. Um, you know, for, for those that don't know me, I, I get a, a ton of music every day, probably 25 to 60 uh, CDs a day come to me. Um, so I don't listen to them all like right away. It takes me time to kind of process them and go through them. And um, it was a band called Borealis, it was, which is an Italian power metal band. Um, I wasn't even familiar with who it was. They, you know, the guy told me it was Borealis. I was like, who the hell is Borealis? Who the hell is never, Yeah, who the hell are they? Yeah, I've never heard of them. And I looked in my files, and I was like, okay, I did download it. So obviously I quickly and briefly listened to one of their thong, songs and thought, hey, this is something I might be able to use in the future. And I downloaded it. But I had never listened to it, actually, and I – wasn't I didn't even remember downloading it. I wasn't familiar with their work or who they were or where they were from or, or anything. So 
for it to happen with this band as opposed to the bands you see me on my you know, you see me on my Facebook every day talk about bands like Animal Drive and Matt D and and Hive Mind and, and bands that I literally just hey, if you this is a band, you know, remember the name, remember the name, remember the name, remember the name. It was none of those bands. <laughs> it was some random Italian band that I've never worked with, I've never heard of, I've never done anything with. Um, and, and do you think what, they were trying to be more important than they really were? No, I, I, I don't think it has anything to do with the band. I don't think – I think this uh, – it got uploaded to YouTube is what happened. Is somebody made a YouTube video with the entire CD. Um, now, the person that made well, the video how do they know is... It? All right, let me ask you this. How do they know that it came from you? Because I, when you I, download... I, when you when you download from... It's a site called Holix, essentially, is where the companies put their music for you to get. Um, and when you download it from Holix, it is watermarked uh, with your name and your IP address and all of your information. Um, so they can trace, essentially, if... If music leaks, you know, they can trace where it comes from. Um, now, they generally don't because it happens so much, but um, this is a label that I guess is particularly aggressive about it, um, which, again, I, I'm not mad. I understand, hey, it's your proprietary property, and you have every right to be pissed, and I, I get right, well, that. I'm not mad about that. Let let me let me take a break and run a couple ads, and then I'm gonna think like I'm I am um, examining a witness on a stand, and I'm gonna ask <laughs> you a question. So hold on a minute, ladies and gentlemen. I have Christopher Plain, my friend, the music god, is here with me, and we're talking about something that happened today. And I'm finding it a little bit hinky. So if y'all will just hold on, we will be. Right back. Inside Your Life with Cece is a motivational, passionate conversation. Cece interviews people who are living their true purpose, whether it be a professional boxer, an author, or a history enthusiast. She strives to give you hope for a brighter day with her inspirational words. Download, subscribe, and listen as Cece guides you to pursue your dreams, and for you to live your best life. This fantastic show is available on podcast.com, iTunes, Google Play, and elsewhere. Podcasts are available. Sometimes you see something which changes the course of your life forever. For Sam Holden, that something was the body of an abused dog on the side of the road, dumped there like garbage, without a name. Follow Sam as she becomes a vigilante for abused animals, always hunting for the monster who started it all. No matter where her cause leads her, she never forgets the faceless man who ignited her rage. When the two finally come together, who will survive? Doggone is the first in Diane Moat's thriller series, which reviewers are calling action-packed and suspenseful and hard to put down. Doggone can be found on Amazon Kindle. For all Diane Moat's other novels, check out her author page at dianemoatauthor.com. Do you have cougars on your porch swing? Are horses your new best friend? 
Do your nicest shoes get buried knee-deep in snow as your toes turn blue? Are you bothered by wolves at your woodpile? No, not that kind of wolf. Join wildlife artist and author Nancy Quinn and her family as they discover an exciting new life in Go West, Young Woman, a true Montana adventure. Available online and in bookstores. Or visit quinnwildlifeart.com for a personalized signed copy. Critics agree. It's a hoot. And Ramona, the lovable narcissist from the Women's Cave Podcast, inviting you to join us in person or streaming at the Inspirational Women in Literature Conference on March 17th. Get tickets to the conference, buy our books, or watch the TV show Just Right in Life at andwethought.com or thewomenscave.com. So peace and love from Winona and Jade. Former Boston PD Captain Stanford Carter and his wife, forensic scientist Jill Seacrest, have decided to move to the Big Apple to accept positions with the New York branch of the FBI. Rookie agent Shania Deeprose completes the trinity as they collide head-on with raging and rampant social, political, and economic unrest amid a string of murders that seem unrelated and may be serial, copycat, thrill, or hate-driven as they struggle to understand the mind and thought process of the orchestrators, killers, and victims, the team begins to wonder who's who. The line between black and white, superior and subordinate, right and wrong, and good and evil disappears as they are forced to reevaluate their own thoughts, feelings, and philosophies. Ultimately, every character must come to their own conclusions to these questions. Is justice ever more important than the law? Is playing God justifiable if it's for the greater good of all? Come along for the ride to see if Agent Carter will decide to stick to being a hunter or become judge, jury, and executioner instead. Find the answers to these questions when you read the new book, The Killing Collective. The Killing Collective is a character-driven story with big characters with depth. They're soul-searching in addition to the biggest case of the agent's careers. The Killing Collective, available on Amazon in both Kindle and paperback editions. Order your copy today. Back. This is off the chain. I am your host, Yvonne Mason, and I have my friend and fellow artist, and someone that I have great respect for, whose character is unblemishable, if that's a word. In other words, <laughs> this man has so much character in his little finger than more people have in their entire soul. Christopher Plain is with me, and something happened today that just blew my mind. And, and thinking along the lines of, of stupidity and criminal justice, which goes hand in hand, I have a question <laughs> that I want to ask you, Chris, and this is the question. Okay, this alleged song that was a promo mm-hmm. that they said got put up on YouTube allegedly by you, which we know you did not do, or somebody did. Yep. Yeah, they, they right. know I didn't it's, upload the YouTube video. That it was it was somebody else who did the video, but okay. the so music in the video basically. Hold that thought, because my question okay. is this: Why, in the name of all that is music, 
would someone put a song up that they're not going to release until April and allow it to be downloadable if they didn't understand it could and probably would be pirated? If they wanted to promote it, why did they not just put it up to listen to and then allow it to be downloadable after it was released? To me, that's not smart business on their part. And and that's the thing. Um, part of part of the labels actually do only let you stream material up until about a day or two before its actual release. Um, and some do allow you to get it further ahead of time because they want. Uh, reviews written, they want it played on radio shows and all that. So if I, and, had, um, if I had this guy on the witness stand and I asked him that question and he gave me some lame excuse, my response to him would be, well, you dumbass, you opened yourself up. Okay, you want it played on radio shows. I get that. So you take a copy to the radio station and you give it to them. In a CD, you don't allow it to be downloaded. You go back old school because you open yourself up. Someone is calling. Hold on. Let's see who it is. Hello? Hey, Miss Yvonne. Hey, Miss Yvonne. It's Ashley. <laughs> hey, Ashley. I have Chris on the, Chris Plain on the phone. Have you been listening? I have. Uh, jump right on in this conversation, my darling. Chris, this is my beautiful, beautiful friend Ashley, and she knows where Hi, I'm Ashley. coming from. <laughs> would would you agree that that the the promoter was out of his mind with his head up his ass to do something like that to allow it to be pirated and then jump up and down because it got pirated? <laughs> You know, at this point in the world, nothing surprises me anymore. But, yes, I agree. It was definitely uh, not a good choice. <laughs> and and I mean, if, if I had this idiot on the phone, and I know, Chris, you're not mad, but I'm pissed, and I'll be pissed for both of us because you know how I'm about my friends. I'll go the wall <laughs> for you, and, and I'll take on anybody. I don't give a shit who they are. But if I had this guy on the witness stand and he's making this stupid-ass statement, oh, we put it up for promotional purposes and you can download it, my next statement would be, well, you deserve what the hell you got. (laughs) (laughs) Am I right? She never holds anything back. That's what I love about you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, darling. I mean, the, the thing is, number one, I've been doing this for it's going to be eight years this year. And um, I've never had a single incident previously or anything that I've ever received has ever been leaked or downloaded or, or anything like that. Um, so for it to happen after eight years um, sucks. Uh, number two, again, like I said, it, had it been an artist that I regularly talk about or promote or whatever, okay, great, you know, because that may be somebody who wanted to hear something. But, again, this was a band that I've never done a single thing with, and it's just such a random 
artist <laughs> for them to go after. He didn't even um, remember he even had the, the the that particular piece of music, Ashley. It, that's that's how far back this went. And and no, I mean it's, he, it's, a, it's a new CD. I mean it was only downloaded probably three weeks ago. So it's happened. It happened within the last three weeks. But again, I get you know I get between twenty and and, and fifty to sixty CDs a day. So you can lose track really quick of what comes from where and when you got it. And um, oh, let me at this promoter. Just give me his name. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just throw it she out there. He will just rip him to shreds. She's really good at doing that. <laughs> Thank you, Ashley. You know, it's it's not going to stop me. Uh, basically, all it's going to do is it's just going to make it where I can't get early promos of stuff anymore. I'm just going to have to. Oh no, 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 no! You're going to get your early prom because Ashley, when I, when he, when when Chris did his live video, this man was in tears. Now we're talking about a man who has made life his music since he rode in his father's semi going down the road as a little boy on trips with his father. This is a man who loves music as much as we love writing. I mean, it's it's in his soul. And for some dumbass promoter that can't get his head out of his ass and understand that, that piracy happens, and when you put something up that you don't want released until the release date, you get what you do. I mean, it happens. Get over it. And and to begin with, nobody knows who that damn band anyway is anyway, and probably doesn't even care. <laughs> that's, you know. Um, like I'm I sorry, said, Chris. Uh, it pisses me off. Ashley knows I've gotten on people that have hurt her before, too. <laughs> Yes, she has. Yes, she has. And we need to do a show about that again here before too long because we have a lot to talk about about that. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. When you want to do it, honey, we'll do it. I'll do a special (laughs) night for that. (laughs) Like I said, it's not going to stop me. It's not going to slow me down. It's just uh, it it sucks to have your your character questioned. Um, In but I, it's not your, no, no, your character wasn't questioned. It was their stupidity and business that I questioned. If I was that band, I would not want them as my promoter because I couldn't trust them. The good thing I'd be about looking it for is, another promoter. Well, the good thing about it, the, the plus side of it is, is I've got numerous promoters and PR people that have all, you know, called me and, and emailed me and said, look, we don't believe for a minute you did this intentionally. Uh, stuff happens. Um, keep going. Do what you do. Rebuild. Um, and I am. Uh, so I, it's far from the end. You just you kind of have to regroup and start over and try to... Nobody makes my... Nobody... And, and Ashley, if you've, never, if you've ever seen a, 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 um, a photograph of Chris... He looks like a regular I'm, biker dude. I mean, he's he's got. I'm a big old. I'm a big old redneck. <laughs> he is. And and if, yeah. if you if you see his picture, you'd think he was tough as nails, and he was had a heart of steel and a soul black as coal. 
And when I see my friend in tears because of stupidity, oh, yeah, I want the monkeys to fly all over the place. (laughs) Release the monkeys. Absolutely. (laughs) Nobody makes my friends cry. Nobody upsets my friends. It's it's too hard out there as it is. But you know what? Every single time we go through something like this, no matter what the situation is, especially in the digital age that we live in where stuff can happen in the blink of an eye, and, you know, we all want things to go viral in a good way, but when they go viral in a bad way, we're like, oh, no, what are we going to do now? And it's just another learning curve of any other thing that's happened in your life that you take it, you you understand what happened, you realize that it's not your fault, and you ultimately have to come to the decision of whether this is going to define you or it's going to break you. And right. you either you either get to that point where you say, okay, they win, or no, I'm going to rise above this and learn from it and go on. And, you know, sometimes that's really hard to do, especially when your heart is broken over whatever the situation is. But it seems like every time you do rise above it, you become such a stronger person after it's all over with and you 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 understand pain more. And you understand joy better because you've experienced such pain. Yeah, and and I didn't I didn't mean to cry in the video. It's, you know, one of the things I don't know if I've ever said if I said this on your show before, but if if I have, you know, excuse me, I'm going to repeat it. Um, but growing up, you know, after I got to the age of uh, I could no longer travel with my dad in the truck that I, I basically had to go to school. <laughs> um, you didn't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I stayed with my grandfather while my dad was gone doing his thing, and I was essentially raised by my grandparents um, for all intentions purposes while dad was out driving. And um, you know, one of the things that my grandfather, his number one rule, or, or the biggest thing that he um, taught us and imbibed or imbibed in us, or you know, the the biggest whatever, I can't think of exactly what I want to say, but, um, you know, his, his big he thing was... What he instilled in you was, he instilled yeah, in you this piece it. of advice. Uh, the, the, the two things, he always told us, you know, there's two things in life and two things only that nobody can ever take from you. They can take your money, they can take your house, they can take your life, but they can never take your education and they can never take your reputation that those are the two things that you control and are, are built and destroyed by you. Um, and I've lived by that. Look, I'm, I'm far from perfect. And I, I'm, look, again, excuse my language. I'm an asshole. I, I really am. I don't make any bones about that. But you're <laughs> but, our asshole. So nobody else but, can mistreat you. You know what? I, I'm an honest asshole. And there you go. I work hard. And I, I don't do anything that I wouldn't want anybody to do to me, um, you know, in, in any aspect. And to have somebody question that reputation, and I worked really hard to build, um, it sucks. But it hasn't destroyed my reputation because, like I said, I've had a lot of PR people email me and said, hey, we're, we're still behind you and we still want you to do this. And please don't go away, and please don't stop what you're doing. And the same with you. Your your support means everything in the world, you know. 
to have people like you and Odd and uh, the other Yvonne, Yvonne Lachlan, who I work with, and um, to have all of you come forward and say, hey, you know, we're still here and we still support you and we're still going to work with you. Um, that lets me know that, yeah, today is a bad day, but tomorrow is going to be better and uh, everything will be okay and I'll still be that bullheaded asshole that Honest gonna play you asshole. A sudden, <laughs> yeah. Honest asshole. <laughs> and, and Ashley, would it, Ashley, wouldn't it also be fair to say that the music god, Christopher Plain, will still be here when that Italian band, and yes, I'm going to name them, Borealis, will be in the wind. Because bands come and go. Musicians come and go. Songwriters come and go. But people like Chris are here for, for the long haul because that's where their soul is. It's not just their heart. It's their soul. It's in the music, and it's in helping these artists succeed. So Boy Alice may be here today and go next week. Who cares? I won't listen to their music. (laughs) (laughs) And I can guarantee you after tonight's show, a lot of people won't listen to their music. And and I don't want to – and here's here's the thing. I don't want to blame Borealis because they're really – nothing to do with this other than it was their CD that was stolen. It's the label. It's their label that is behind all of this. Um, exactly. Yeah. And, but see, it, so, you know the old adage, Chris, shit rolls downhill. What well, their right. label yeah. did is their label hurt their, their their label hurt their brand by being stupid. And, and right? I believe that, but, you know, again, it is it is well within their right and means to protect their proprietary material. And and that's fine. Like I said, all it does to me is it just means that I can't use Holex and I won't get early release promos. I'm going to have to wait till release day like everybody else. And I'm going to have to, you know, get it the old fashioned way. Like I did back in the day. I've been, I've been doing this radio thing for a really long time. And, um, you know, it's just going to take, going back to working with people like, you know, the Teskies and Matt D and the, the people that are willing to directly send me their music and I'll keep on promoting it and the people you send my way and the, all these other amazing local artists and underground artists and I'll keep promoting them and I'll keep doing my thing and I'll keep posting on and Facebook saying, the, hey, this is a... And those are the ones that are worthy of your time and your effort. And they're the Would ones that, that are going to get Ashley? To make that same, the people that 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 are still committed to him, those are the people that are worthy of of his talent. Exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> and and people like that label, whoever the hell they are, <laughs> they'll probably be out of business next week after this show. <laughs> <laughs> because the monkeys well, are flying. <laughs> Absolutely. Don't be messing with my friends, especially <laughs> when when they work so hard. Don't don't be messing with them. Because <laughs> Ashley, I don't know. If, I know Chris has. If you've been following my my Facebook post and I'm ready to punch somebody out anyway, why not them? 
<laughs> Whoever takes the steps up first, they're just going to get the full brunt of your anger. Pow! <laughs> exactly. I don't really care. I, <laughs> trust me, I've uh, I've been there recently myself, man. It's been uh, um, you know, it. Uh, I get it. I. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for my amazing and wonderful wife, man, being my um, buffer, let's 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 use that term. Um, if it wasn't for her being my buffer against the world, I think a lot of pe- more people would get the brunt of my anger because um, there's just so much in the world now that you know I I get to a point a lot of days, Yvonne, where I don't even want to leave the house just because I know I'm going to have to deal with dumbass people. In, you know. I almost would. <laughs> in fact, let me tell y'all this neat thing I found. It's so neat. I don't have to go to the grocery store anymore. The grocery store comes to me. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I'm getting to yeah. that point. Like, I um, I, I just I've been in. I mean, I've, I, you've heard the you've heard the funny stories I've told about. You know, the arguments I've been in with people in Walmart or in in Kroger. <laughs> You know, people that they they see me, and obviously, yeah, I I admit it. I look like a big dumb redneck. I I do. I look like like you said, a big biker guy. You know, the big goatee and um, whatnot. I don't look like the smartest guy in the world, but I read seven hundred words a minute, and I'm very well read, and <laughs> I'm a particularly well versed in politics and political discourse, and when people say stupid stuff, I will correct them if they're wrong. And and Ashley, what are you? You and I have always said the same thing. You never judge a book or a person by their cover, right? Exactly. You know, and exactly. I mean, you you know me. I mean, I I don't always say the right thing, but I have the ability to say some very educated, profound things when I take the time to articulate correctly. Um, and but then you have to deal with idiots. Now, I'm gonna, I am gonna—I want to go back to the grocery store thing because this is the neatest thing. Ashley, you'll love it. You never have to leave your house again <laughs> to fight the stupid people who stop in the middle of it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is one of And I live in, in the, the, the state where people come to die. You know, they say they come to retire, but they don't. They come to die. <laughs> And six months out of the year, I lose my mind because they come down here in November and they stay until the day after Easter, and they clog up our grocery stores, they take over our restaurants, and they think US-1 has their name on it. So when I go to the grocery store, it takes everything I've got to keep from going, just get the hell out of my way, let me buy my groceries, and you can have the damn place. (laughs) But think about all the character building that you would miss by not seeing all those people, how you can add, see, you know, when people irritate me, that's the great thing about being a writer. When people irritate me, they die in the book. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that, that, yeah. In fact, I'm probably going to have a doctor die in a book not too, in the not too far flung future. <laughs> It's all that, you know, you just get all these crazy things that are going on, and it just adds fuel to, okay, this character is going to do this because I saw this happen at XYZ Place, 
and oh, they're going to die a really horrible death, you know. <laughs> so sometimes it can be a good thing. Hey, <laughs> Ashley, I just had an excellent idea. Uh oh. Thank you for bringing that to the forefront. Okay, think of this storyline. Serious record label king found in landfill. Who done it and why? <laughs> yeah, and, I, and there was I, monkey there was monkey feathers found at the scene. <laughs> We're not sure why. <laughs> exactly. I I have a I have a Walmart story I have to share with you. And um this was one of the funniest things that has ever happened to me in my life. <laughs> Um, I, I have to preface this with saying um, to any of your listeners who may be um, black or African-American, anything like that, uh, please don't take this story the wrong way. This is a true story that happened to me. Um, shortly after Obama was elected, I was in Walmart, and I was buying just some razors and some shaving cream. And these two women were in front of line to me. They were older black women. Um, and they had a cart loaded with these, when you get the chicken at Walmart, the big long white boxes that they put the chicken in. Uh-huh. And um, they had three of these boxes that, you know, that had to have been probably 100 pieces of chicken at least. And another one had a cart, and they had two watermelons, a muskmelon, and four bottles of grape juice in it. And... um she's putting this on the counter and there's a black gentleman who's ringing it up. And, uh, he, he looked like Bubba Smith from the police Academy movie. <laughs> and he says to the first lady, he says, Oh, he says, it looks like somebody's having a barbecue. He's like, no, we're having a party celebrating, uh, celebrating. And he's like, Oh, great. What are you celebrating? And he, and this woman looked at him dead in his face without missing a, a, a beat and said, we're celebrating the election of our president, Obama, Barack Obama. And he looked at her like she was out of her freaking mind because they were holding a party celebrating the election of the first black president, and they were serving fried chicken. <laughs> and watermelon. And watermelon <laughs> and Kool-Aid. Okay, that and he looked at me. <laughs> he looked at me like, "What do I say?" And I looked at him like, "I'm not in this one, bro. Like, I'm not touching this one with a stick." Okay. You're and on your own. I I I stood there for about three minutes, holding my breath because I was ready to bust out in laughter. And I finally couldn't hold it anymore. I sat the razors and the shaving cream down, and I walked out without buying them. <laughs> I walked outside, and I got in the car. My friend was waiting for me, and I roared with laughter. And he's like, what's so funny? And I, I told him, and he's like, dude, you're lying. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> watch that door. I was like, these two women are going to walk out, and they, you'll see. And he's like, you're lying, you're lying, you're making that up. And about five seconds later, these women walked out, and I thought he was going to piss on himself laughing. (laughs) And it is 
to this day the most outrageous thing that has ever happened to me. I thought I thought it was like Ashton Kutcher's punk or something. And I was looking <laughs> around for cameras like like this can't be real. Like this woman is literally buying fried chicken and Kool-Aid and watermelon to celebrate the election of Barack Obama. Like like you know, you, you hear the stories and you don't believe them because you know they're just you think, too unreal to believe. Yeah, but this is like I said, it was it happened and I was just dumbstruck. Like you cannot be serious. This is you know, like this is something out of college humor or some website you see that does pranks or something. Um but it wasn't. And like I said, the cashier he he was dumbfounded. He didn't know what to say to the woman. Like he just he had this look on his face like, Please help me. Um <laughs> Please I help me, redneck white man. I can't say anything, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I just like I said, I looked at him like I looked at him like I'm I'm out on this one, bro. Like I, I don't have anything I can can contribute that's gonna be helpful or is it gonna see, cause a riot? See, Yvonne, see what you would miss if you stopped going to Walmart and or some more store like that? I mean, oh, my gosh. I've gotten but, some of my greatest Ashley, material from Walmart. <laughs> you don't understand. They miss they, – they don't miss continuing their life as they currently now know it if I stay away. Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> well, I don't go to Walmart. Because every time I go to Walmart, I'm ready to just rip the, the, the building apart. <laughs> I mean, it's just people walk in, in, the, in the door at Walmart, and there's something in the air. If they're halfway intelligent when they walk in, by the time they get through the door and pass the, the greeter, they, they have this glazed look over their eyes. And they walk and like robot, and they meander down the aisles like they have all the time in the world. And they they let their children run amok, and they run over people with the buggies because they're too busy chatting on their phones. They don't understand that you don't have to be on a phone twenty four seven. You know, we didn't always have cell phones. They don't understand that there are people in there that are halfway intelligent and intellectual that just want to get their shit and get out. It's <laughs> like yeah. Walter, you know. Get wait, welcome wait. to Walmart. Get your shit and get out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Have you ever? I, I got a video I got to share with you after this. There is a guy from Pennsylvania who does people of Walmart videos, um, and he takes like rap songs and he makes parodies of them about people of Walmart, um, and they are so funny that you'll literally be falling out of your chair. Um, it's it's the funniest sat, thing I've ever. I have sat in in their chairs. You know that sometimes they have like McDonald's there at the front, or they have customer service chairs for for people that get either so aggravated or so tired or or for whatever they can sit from it. I have sat in those chairs and I have watched people come and go, and it's it's like. Night and day, they walk through the door. They're talking. They're laughing. They hit that door, and zombie, the zombie <laughs> apocalypse is going to hit Walmart. 
Since you brought that up, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little promo for myself because this is funny. So what? you know, I wrote I wrote a four part zombie series. Um, it's called the Remedium series, and it's Tainted Cure, Tainted Reality, Tainted Future, and Tainted World. And um, the first two books, <laughs> the majority of the time, take place in Walmart because <laughs> when, <laughs> when when everything goes down. And the government steps in and insists, you know, insists that everybody gets rounded up to the nearest thing, whatever. Then, of course, the government turns on everybody, and they all flee. <clears throat> Remember, I live in a very small town in Arkansas, so what does everybody do here? We go to Walmart. So this is what the oh, no. characters do is they go to Walmart because think about it. If you're in the zombie apocalypse, where the hell else would you go? You have everything you Walmart. need there. You have food. You have ammo. You have medicine. You have camping equipment. You have clothing, baby you stuff. Bathroom. You have everything. You have food. Your bathroom's right. You have everything. So most of the people around here know that and have, you know, that know me have read the series. And so the local Walmart that I go into, one of the checkers that has been there for years that has read the series, every time I come in, it never fails. I run into her and she always says, I never think the same about work anymore because I'm constantly walking through here and looking about, okay, this is where I would go first. If the zombie apocalypse happened, I'm going here. And then I'm going over here and, oh, yeah, because I read your book and I know this happens, I'm going to do this. <laughs> so now every single time I go to Walmart, I always I have that because I wrote about this particular Walmart and the way it's laid out and, the, you know, the things that are around it or whatever. All I can think about is my silly books. Every single time I go in there, I'm just like, oh, my God, yes, this is where I'm going when the zombie apocalypse happens. I'm heading to Walmart. <laughs> so, see, Chris, we know how to move to seek retribution. Do we not, Ashley? <laughs> oh, you betcha. <laughs> you betcha. We, we got this, my friend. We will seek retribution, and karma will rise up, and she will be a lovely, lovely lady. <laughs> and and well, one is on P- PMS, <laughs> a hormone-deficient woman that is going to just rip somebody's face off for even glancing in her direction. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so now you have more. two women. Chris, now you have two women that have your back, and pity the fool, pity the fool <laughs> that messes well, with you anymore. I've got one more story, and I'll, I'll end with this one because since she mentioned Arkansas, um, this is an this is a this is an Arkansas Walmart story. Oh, then it's going to be great. I can tell you just right ahead, just right ahead, because every Walmart story in Arkansas is great. Go ahead. Can't wait. I lived in Arkansas for about 10 years. So um, I'm originally from Michigan, but I lived down there. And uh, the one and only time I've ever gone Black Friday shopping, <laughs> um, I was dating. I was dating this woman from North Little Rock, and her family lived in Mayflower. And um, they did the whole Black Friday thing. And I had never done it before, but we spent the night before for Thanksgiving. And, you know, they, we're going to wake up in the morning. And we're going to go Black Friday shopping and yada, yada, yada. And I was like, all right, great. You know, I'll, I'm here. I don't have anywhere to go. I'll ride along just for shits and giggles. 
and um, the 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 women they're sitting around and they have a a tactical plan. Everybody <laughs> has a list. This person goes here. This person goes here. This person goes here, and you know this is what you're assigned. This is your section you're assigned to get the stuff. And I was like, all right, great. So I'm assigned to get this toaster. It's a Walmart is having a sale on toasters. They're like five bucks, six bucks, something like that. And I come in the store, and it's in Cabot, Arkansas, by the way, um, <laughs> that this happened. And um, I come in the store, and I go to the section that has the toaster, and there's about probably 20 toasters on the shelf, and I go to reach for one. And this woman, who had to have been 80 years old, came running down the aisle with her cart like a linebacker from the Chicago Bears and ran her cart into me and sent me flying about six foot across the floor. And I landed on my back, and I looked up at her, and she looked down at me, and she said, and I quote, that's my toaster, motherfucker. <laughs> and I looked up at her and I said, you know what? You can have that toaster because if you're so serious about a $6 toaster that you got to run people down with a shopping cart, you're obviously, you need that toaster a hell of a lot more than I do. <laughs> okay, and with and, that, believe it or not, we're going to run out of time. So, Ashley, real quick, tell folks where you can be found, and then Chris, you tell folks where you can be found. Okay, you can find me at www.ashleyfontaine.com. That's my website, and it has all the links to all of my books, which now I think are at 22. Um, with their, all of them, I'm also on, of course, Amazon and Audible and, of course, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the whole nine yards. So have at it. I write multiple genres depending upon what you like to read, so. All right, Christopher, where can you be found, my darling friend? Uh, I am on Facebook at facebook.com uh, slash cjplain, all one word, uh, at the cjplain. Um, you can also find my website at uh, www.musicgodscjplain.com. And um, my two shows, I have one that's Six Ways to Sunday, which is Country Americana, Southern Rock, Blues, Folk, and uh, there's a sixth one in there that I'm forgetting. But um, the other one is called Auditory Riot. It is uh, rock and metal, punk, uh, alternative, uh, that kind of stuff, to, uh, stuff that for people who like heavier music. Um, so whether you like the country stuff or the little rock stuff, I pretty much cover it. And um, I even cover the stuff that isn't on the show. So if you're an artist, music artist, um, Find me on one of those sites, and I'll be more than happy to help you promote your stuff and uh, give you any press that I can. And uh, and and he also will cross promote with me. So, any yes. of you songwriters, musicians out there, hook up with Chris, and he'll hook up with me, and we will get y'all out there. And let this be a lesson to you, music people. If you can't trust your label, you don't need them. And with that being said, I want to thank both of you so much. Don't hang up when the show goes dark for for helping me out tonight. My guest, for whatever reason, couldn't come. Tomorrow night, join us when we have the band Cypher. They are a Canadian band. And, Chris, if you want to call in, call in. And until tomorrow night, 
I didn't get to say my little things tonight, but remember this. The way you treat people, they'll always remember it. That is your trademark. So until tomorrow night, this is Off the Chain. I am your host, Yvonne Mason, with two of the best people in the world, music guide Christopher Plain and author Ashley Fontaine, and they are magnificent. So join us tomorrow night, and yes, I will be bringing them both back Ashley. I have some unfinished business. Until tomorrow night, this is Yvonne Mason saying good evening. Okay, we're off the air, but of course all this is like the outtakes in the movies. It's going to show up in archives. What I'm going to do is I'm going to rework the body of the show and change the name of the show. And then um, when it goes into archives, I'll send you all the link and promote it. Okay. And then, of course, I'll okay. cut it up everywhere. Ashley, you know we're on we're on iHeartRadio now, right? Right. I heard that. Un- I'm so proud of you. Southern- Way to go. Well, it's all of y'all. It's not me. Under Southern Chats with Yvonne Mason and Off the Chain. Well, on both podcasts. <laughs> and they Woo-hoo! carry the same stuff, but a lot of people don't know that. So, yeah. So, we're, we're on iHeartRadio now. And, yes, we have to do a show about our mutual... What shall we call him? Well, we refer those of us that have escaped refer to them as the cult. <laughs> ah, that's a good word. <laughs> yeah, the cult of blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to we have to have that conversation. Yeah. Well, again. we we need we need to wait until um, the other lady that I know you've been uh, speaking with um, she gets everything back at the end of this month. So as soon as if everything is back in her, well, she will. She's gotten a letter from him, um, and uh, she's hired an attorney through me, and uh, he was copied on the email that she responded to them on, uh, so that now they know that she has actual legal counsel, and it's one of the perks of working for an attorney. And yep. <laughs> um, she, as soon as she gets everything back and in her hands, she is chomping at the bit because she was so overwhelmed and devastated by what happened that she wants, you know, to let other authors know about to be aware. So I'm sure that'll happen soon. I can't wait. I can't <laughs> wait. Chris, what happened is when I first started out, I was approached by um, a gentleman who had a small press and it's over right. in Sarasota. Well yeah, we talked about it. Okay. Well this same gentleman and his wife, who was at one time my PR person, uh in fact that's how they met, are now under another quote unquote label and are doing the same thing that they did before. And Ashley contacted me and she said, Yvonne, do you know this person? I said, oh, tell me you didn't. And she said, yes, I did. I said, oh, honey, hush. And and so she practically got kicked out of the, the group because she dared say facts. Oh, I dared question. All... I dared question. <laughs> yeah. And, and so now they're all finding out. And, and this is this is what I always say. The darkness always comes to the light. Right. Yep. Yep. And and 
in your case, Chris, the darkness will come to the light because I, that label knew they screwed up. I mean, they, the thing is, the dude that put it on, the dude that put it on uh, YouTube is obviously somewhere from Russia or uh, Romania, Czechoslovakia, something like that. And and the majority of of leaks of this type come from that area. Um, Hey, I'm on the phone, guys. The majority of leaks, you know, originate in the Middle Eastern areas. They they originate in, you know, Russia, Lithuania, Romania, Armenia, those kind of places. Um, that's where there's a, a a giant, I guess, market type of stuff. Um, so, you know, at this point, um, I I sent a message to YouTube requesting information about the person who put it up. But I can't really do much because it's not my proprietary. Um, it's not, not my property. Proprietary. Right. Yeah. Um, so I can't. I can't request it be shut down or anything like that. The, the label's already but, done that. Um, but you. But I can't can. really request. You can't request you know. it be taken down, but you can put. The perpetrator's name out there. Trust me, it works, doesn't it, Ashley? Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. <laughs> you, you can put the perpetrator's name out there, and I'll yeah, help you and, do it. You know, and the, the other thing I've done is I've secured my stuff now to where um, getting into my Google account now is we think the best that we can. My IT guy and I, we've gone through my computer and everything, and uh, the best that we can figure is somebody got into my email. Uh, because at that point, once you're in my Google account, you can just click the links for Holex, um, and you know you'll have access to it. Um, the I, I now have it secured, where essentially for me to get into my Google account, I have to get a code from Google. They'll send it to my phone, and then I have to enter the code to enter my um, Gmail. So unless you're holding my phone in your hand, uh, you're not hacking into my <laughs> you know, right. anymore. So. Um, I, I, it's kind of a pain in the butt to go through that process of getting into your of email now, but if that's what you got to do to secure your stuff and it's still not foolproof, obviously, like you said, it's the internet, you know, stuff happens and, um, it's kind of like the wild. Ashley, I know your books are on pirate sites too, just like mine are. Oh yeah. Mm hmm. Which, you know, on one end, it's extremely uh, frustrating because, you know, we just like any artist of whatever genre you're picking, whether it's writing or uh, music or anything else, it's ex- you put so much of your heart and soul and your time into your work, it's extremely right. frustrating when someone pirates it. But, you know, there's really not a whole lot you can do about it. You can get super pissed off and spend all your time trying to fight it, but then they're winning, you know, I mean, exactly. if you ignore it, if you ignore it, and you don't um, talk about it publicly, then no one will know, really. And you know, you just keep going about your business. I mean, it is just, it is what it is. It's um, unfortunately the society that we live in now. You know. Yeah. And that's a, and that's the thing with me. You know, I love this so much that it breaks my heart that somebody would do that because um, I go to great lengths to protect the material that I have to make sure that it isn't pirated, that it isn't downloaded, that it isn't put anywhere it's not supposed to go. Um, 
and even doing that, it's still not foolproof, obviously. So, um, and and I go back to the source. If the source did not want it out there before its release date, it, 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 if they just wanted it to be listened to, they should have fixed it that way. And because there's ways to do that, they and, have and to take some responsibility too, for that too. Yeah, and the, and the thing is this too. I've heard from a couple other people who have radio shows, uh, one in Texas and one in Idaho, who both have also been um, blacklisted by the same group of labels um, for having the same issue. Uh, so there is there is a great possibility that the issue isn't even on our end. It's exactly. On the holics. Um, I rest my that, case, Your Honor. Would the jury like to give me a verdict? You know, it it is what it is. They believe that we're doing it, and um, hey, it's whatever. It's it's not going to stop me from doing it. Like I said, you know why they believe that you're doing it because they don't want to take responsibility for their own lack of judgment. I know. There are, like I said, there there are unintended consequences when you do stupid stuff. Right, and like I said, it's not going to stop me. It just means that. Now, instead of getting, uh, for example, instead of getting the new uh, Striper CD this week, it means I'll get it April 20th when it actually comes out. Whatever. It just means that Striper will get less airplay up exactly. leading up to the release of their them. record. It sucks you know, in, it, it is what it is. But I've got, I've got like I told Dustin, I, dude, I've got 800,000 files on my computer music-wise. I've got plenty of music <laughs> to, to still do these shows. I will never run out. I promise it. It, it is not a question of, oh, I'm not going to have any more music to play in my shows. I got plenty of music to play. It's just it won't be. It just won't be those material per se. <laughs> um, it'll be. It just won't be that I'll label. Go to, you know, it'll, I'll go back to doing what I did from day one. It'll be local bands and underground bands, and it'll be people that you haven't really heard of and whatever I'll I'll start again and I'll build my name up again and I'll work with new people and if you want to work with me you can work with me you can stay on the train if you want to get off the train hey whatever get off the train. you know you know one thing one thing you probably should consider is <clears throat> this is 2018 this is not the first time this has happened people have known for years about pirating and what can happen on uh, because of the advent of the internet and they understand that it's not like this is um a brand new way to market stuff and oh my gosh we're all so shocked it's like oh that's old news that happens all the time you know so it's not like this is um a new situation that you're dealing with it just unfortunately it's been out there for a long time and it happened to hit you just like um you know people that get their identity stolen, you know, think it'll never happen to me. Well, it happened to my mom. She was one of the ones that got uh, her identity hacked when the Experian um, uh, website got hacked. You know, I mean, you think it would never happen to you, even though you hear about it all the time, but then all of a sudden it does. (laughs) It's it's a nightmare that uh, we we weren't hacked so much as um, when my wife worked at Sam's Club. Um, Sam's Club have if if you don't have your paycheck go to um your checking account they have like a uh, i guess like a, a prepaid card. Check. Mm-hmm. yeah uh, that they pay you on and before it's 
before she was had it transferred over, uh, somebody had hacked that system and essentially taken all the money off of the card. And we ended up losing about $600. Um, and I, I know that's not a lot in the grand scheme of things. It's a lot to offer. Well, it is when you're trying to feed your family. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we got it back eventually. It took three weeks for them to say, yeah, it wasn't you. We're going to give you your money back. Um, and we had to, you know, <laughs> eat crow for for three weeks while we were waiting for money to buy groceries. Um, we, we, you know, we lived on ramen noodles and macaroni and cheese for about three weeks. <laughs> but, it, you know, again, it is what it is, and you learn from it, and you get tougher, and um, I'm – I'm 47 years old this year. I, I'm I'm too damn old to to give up at this point. I've spent eight years doing this, and um, I ain't going and, anywhere. And you, call, and you call Yvonne, and she sends out the monkeys. So, like, like I said, in, in all truthfulness, and, you know, in, in all truthfulness, and yeah. And like I said, no truthfulness and all laughing aside and joking aside and all that, I really do, Yvonne. I I value your friendship so much, and I thank you for supporting me and standing behind me and um, being my friend and whatnot. Well, you are welcome, my my dear, because you're very special to me, and you've known you and Ashley both have known me long enough that I will go to the wall for you, and I'll nail anybody to the wall that hurts you. I don't have a problem with that at all. Doesn't bother me. Nope. <laughs> Not at all. No, and I'll do it with a smile on this side, on my face and say, well, bless your heart while I'm doing it. <laughs> That's a true Southern woman right there. Bless your heart. Hold still. Let me stab you in the face. <laughs> Here, let me, let me take my high heel and hammer that nail in your arm one more time. <laughs> bless your heart. I don't, think I, got, I don't think I got it right on the first one. Hold on. Bam. <laughs> Bless your heart. Does it hurt? <laughs> I, I know this, oh, it doesn't? I know well, is, let me try again. <laughs> yeah, really. I know this isn't yeah. a southern thing, but uh, it, it's a funny story of kind of a bless your heart type of thing. Uh, growing up, my grandfather was, you know, I love my grandfather. He's uh, to death, but he, he's a tough old man. You know, he was born and raised on a, on a farm and he's never left that farm. And, uh, He's one of those toughest steel old old guys. You know, he's 90, 92 years old this year, and I grew up during the Depression and all of that. You know, I, uh, I I knew not to be smart with him, but one day I, I guess I had temporary insanity or something, <laughs> and uh, we 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 grew up with the switch. You know, we had the willow tree out back, and if we got in trouble, we had to get our own switch, and um. Me and my brother, you know, the running joke was is we got in so much trouble growing up that that tree was pretty much a stump by the time we grew up. And uh, I asked my grandfather one day, I said, you know, what are you going to do if uh, one day we, you tell us to go get a switch and that tree runs out of runs out of switches? And that old man looked oh. at me and he never never missed a beat. And he looked at me and he said, don't you worry, boy. He's like, if you run out of switches on that tree, your granny's got plenty of rose bushes out front. <laughs> oh, oh! <laughs> and I walked in the bedroom with a look on my face, 
And my cousin's like, what do you say? What do you say? He said, you better, you better straighten your ass up because uh, you're going to get your old butt whooped if you fuck up. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, and with a rose bush, oh, give me a switch any day. <laughs> and with that and with that lovely story, I'm going to let you, y'all go. And I love you both so much. And thank y'all for making this hour so much fun. Y'all don't have any idea how much I needed both of y'all tonight. Well, you are more than welcome. <laughs> and and, and care. it's lovely meeting you, Chris. Good luck it's to you. It's nice meeting you as well. So I'll definitely uh, have you, Vine, send me your information so I can look your books up because I'm always looking for okay. good stuff to read. And I love a friend good vampire story. Chris, Chris oh, go right. on my friends list and friend her and friend her on Facebook because she, she write, writes some wicked books. Ashley, send me a date when y'all want to come on the show. So we can. All right. This Let me get in touch again. with her and find out uh, when she would like to do that, and we'll get it set up, okay? All right. I love you both. Okay. Love you too. Take care. Give your husband a hug and kiss. I'm glad he's doing better. Yeah, I will. For sure. and, and Chris, get your show up and rocking, my friend. Yep. I'm I'm working on it as we speak. I'm sitting here as I'm talking to you. I'm looking at music to put in the show for tomorrow night. So. All right. And with we'll that, take I'm going to see y'all right. later. Thank you, Bye. Okay. Later, Bye. Bye.